Welcome. Bienvenido. And welcome in, travelers. You're listening to the Wonderlusting Wives podcast, where your podcast for escaping life's monotony, indulging in your wildest travel fantasies, and discovering the constant beauty of this ever-changing world. You may experience some turbulence along the way, so buckle up and keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the vehicle as we wander on to our next destination. On today's episode, we'll be putting the NY in NYC as we explore New York State outside of the city. Welcome to the Wonderlusting Wives podcast. We are your navigators, Allison and Regan. And today we will be exploring New York State outside of New York City, also known as putting the New York in New York City. You, you like what we did there? That was that was good. So yeah, okay. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get started, of course, we have our icebreaker. So today's icebreaker is, do you prefer traveling to cities or traveling to nature destinations? Whew, that is a tough one. I'm going to have to go with city only because I'm really huge on culture And I feel like no matter if you have a short trip or a long trip, the city is where you're going to probably find the most amount of culture. Granted, there are areas with lots of culture in the nature, but I feel like you can really pack a punch with culture if you're in the city. And a nature trip is always awesome, but I would have to pick city just a smidge bit more than nature for the cultural aspect. How about you, Regan? Yeah, that's respectable, and I definitely agree. But I do think for me, I think nature destinations edge it out just a little bit. Um, because when I think nature, I think like hiking, like in Colorado, or beach is technically nature, things like that. So, and I really like both of those things. So I think I would go with that but like maybe a city nearby to do a day trip to I don't know I think that would be I'm very torn but I think I'm going with nature it kind of sounds like we're describing like a trip to Iceland you know you get a little bit of city lots of nature (laughs) Uh, but like Regan said we are going to be talking all about New York State today we focused our last two episodes on New York City And being born and raised in New York and traveling all over the place, when you get the question, where you're from, and we say New York, they say, oh, are you from like the Bronx or Brooklyn or Manhattan? Or like, no, not New York City. There's a whole (laughs) other part of the state, believe it or not. Um, So today we're going to be hitting on all the awesomeness that is outside of New York City. And to start us off, we're going to hit you with some fun facts about New York. So Buffalo is the second largest city in the state. Albany is the state capital. It is home to Niagara Falls, New York that is, not Albany. Um, It is home to the historic Erie Canal that runs from Albany to Buffalo. They also have Erie Canal cruises, which are very cool. And consistently present um, throughout this state, there is hiking in nature, lots of wineries, and plenty of history. So we're going to kind of go through this region by region of New York, and there are quite a few of them, but we're going to kind of break it down that way. And we're going to start over in our neck of the woods where Allie and I grew up, which is Western New York. And the main city in Western New York is Buffalo. 
you might have heard of Buffalo because of the Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Sabres, things like that. Um, Buffalo Wings, <laughs> which are very, very famous. If you want wings, go to Duff's. Those are the best. Um, but Buffalo is a really cool little city. Uh you have, like I said, you have the Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Sabres, both very great sports teams for football, hockey. They also have a basketball team, a baseball team, probably some other sports teams, but I'm just not super into sports. So if you are, go ahead and check it out. Um, there's also a really cool place that's been developed over the past few years called Canal Side. And Buffalo is right on Lake Erie. And so they have this really beautiful waterfront right downtown. And they have concerts there. There's kayaking. There's ice skating. All sorts of free activities. It's a great place to bike or walk. Or I think there are like historical tours through there. That's a really great place to visit any time of year. There's always something going on and a lot of free things to do often. There's also Delaware Park in Buffalo, which was actually designed by Frederick Law Olmsted, who also designed, fun fact, Central Park in New York City. So he's a pretty cool guy. There's also, um, t thinking about another architect, Frank Lloyd Wright has a couple of houses in Buffalo if you want to check those out, if you're into that sort of thing. Also in the area is Herschel Carousel Factory Museum. And it's a really cool museum all about carousels from over the century or whatever. And there are actually two working carousels there. One, I believe, is from like 1914 or something like that. And the other is from the 1940s. So that could be a cool thing to do with kids. I would not necessarily recommend going in winter because Buffalo winters are insane. But it has we have beautiful summers in western New York. Um, and just a quick trip from Buffalo is Niagara Falls. Like Allie said, Niagara Falls is free to visit. It's, oh my goodness, so many tourists come from all over the world to see Niagara Falls, both the Canadian and the United States sides. And you can see the falls from the Cave of the Winds or a Whirlpool jet tour, which are really fun. Like you're on the river and you get in this jet boat and that's awesome. Or you can ride the famous Maid of the Mist for an up-close look at the falls. That runs about $25 a person. Um, but you get your little poncho that you can take home with you. And that's just a really fun way to spend an afternoon. They also do fireworks and light shows over the falls, which are really cool. And nearby... Niagara Falls, there's Lewiston, New York, which is actually a point where slaves would try to escape to Canada, um, escape to freedom. And there are some monuments there commemorating that. Um, but then also you have to go to the silo. It's a restaurant that's literally an old silo right on the river. You get some really beautiful views of the Niagara River and you have to order the original haystack. I'm going to read the description of what it is. It might not sound amazing to you, but trust us, it's so good. So invented at this restaurant, the silo, and seen on man versus food, this is a seasoned ribeye steak with loads of melted mozzarella and piled high with toasted hash browns. It's then served on a fresh baked hoagie roll with mayo, and it is mouthwatering. It's so good. <laughs> Allie, you like that too, right? I love it, and I don't even really like ribeye, but I will eat it and devour it <laughs> if it's made at the silo. Ellie becomes a carnivore when it comes to this. <laughs> yes, you cannot miss it if you're in Lewiston. Um, there's also Old Fort Niagara close by, which is a fort from the French and Indian War time, so you can check that out too. I believe it's part of the National Park System. 
And close by then, too, there's Lockport, New York, which then you get a tour of the locks on the Erie Canal. And for anyone who doesn't know, it's like the locks, because the elevation changes were so different in building the Erie Canal across New York State, they had to build these things called locks where the boat would go in to this little chamber and be closed in. And then the water level would rise, getting them up to the level of water at the higher elevation. And you can actually take a boat through that in Lockport, New York. And then, of course, we're going to give a plug for Medina, New York, because that's where we grew up. And it is the cutest little town. They've been putting a lot of money and care restoring the town. And it's just a cute and quaint little getaway. So definitely check that out if you're in the area. If you're looking for a hallmark town go to medina yes good way to put it i like yes it. i know if people listening to this are from our hometown they'd be like ew no don't come but if you take a step out of medina you will appreciate how much greatness there actually is there so come check it out i know the village historians so if you want a nice private tour reach out to us via email social media so that is the Western New York region. And that's just one region that we're going to cover. We have so much more to dive into. And we already gave you so many incredible places to check out. So next up is the Finger Lakes, which probably most people have heard of if they've um, lived outside of New York. It's popular, the Finger Lakes. Everyone associates that with New York. And wine. Wine, wine, wine is pretty much the theme of the Finger Lakes region. So if you are looking for some great wine, take some time to go to the Finger Lakes and take a wine tour. Each lake has their own wine trail, or at least most of them do. And some favorites are the Seneca Wine Trail that is um, covering Lakewood, Miles Wine Cellars, J.R. Dill, Three Brothers, Seneca Shores, Torrey Ridge, Fox Run, and Bellhurst. But not the only thing to do if you're in the Finger Lake region or if you're not old enough to drink wine or if you don't even like wine, that's fine too because there's um, Skinny Atlas and Canadegua. Um, we can go to the C-Mac for concerts. You can go to the Marabou Inn for a nice relaxing spa. After you've had way too much wine, maybe you want to recover from your hangover and head to the spa the next day. <laughs> Um, and then some of my favorite memories with Regan growing up has been camping in the Finger Lake region and get, um, picking grapes and just enjoying the fall in the Finger Lakes. Fall in the Finger Lakes is probably one of my favorite um, times to visit the Finger Lakes. It's great in the summer. In the winter, I wouldn't really recommend most places in New York, but you can still um, come visit our beautiful state if you are willing to endure the snow um, but on top of camping there's also hiking um, so there's the Ithaca area there's Buttermilk Falls Robert Treeman um, there's Cornell and Ithaca College and Purity Ice Cream is a must visit if you're in that area um, there's also also Letchworth State Park this is known believe it or not as the Grand Canyon of the East it is completely different than the Grand Canyon out west. It has tons of trees, waterfalls. Um, there's lots of hiking to do. It is beautiful in the fall. They have um, some festivals. Maybe you want to come to a craft show. 
Um, Lushworth is the place to do that. And they have an experience where you can take a hot air balloon ride over the canyon. Now, I'm not sure if I'm brave enough to do that, but if you are, that is probably something that would be really cool to experience. And then we're gonna hit on Regan's home of Rochester. There is the Strong National Museum of Play. If you have kids, you must visit the Strong National Museum of Play. I have such fond memories of grocery shopping there. They have a fake grocery store and it was so fun to scan my food pretending like I worked at the grocery store. <laughs> um, there's plenty to do there. You could spend days um, just exploring that. And then there's the Jazz Festival. Um, the Lilac Festival, which is incredible, usually happens around Mother's Day. So that's a really great thing if you want to take your mother to go do that. Um, George Eastman House and Kodak. Kodak, for those younger folks, is cameras. <laughs> um, if you are not sure what Kodak is, Polaroids as well. So really dating itself here. <laughs> um, and then Susan B. Anthony House. Um, there's a gravesite and Frederick Douglass's gravesite at Mount Hope. So over to you, Regan, for our next region. Yeah, I I mean, I'm just going to say I'm, I'm a little biased, but we're you can't really get much better than the Finger Lakes region. But we there is a lot of other great stuff in New York State. But if you had to pick one, I would pick the Finger Lakes. But uh, yeah, so moving on then. So you have the Southern Tier, uh, which the main city in the Southern Tier would be like Binghamton, Hornell, something like that. And the southern tier typically gets a lot of kind of crazy snow. Buffalo probably gets the worst of it, but the southern tier gets some pretty nasty snow too. But that's balanced by some really beautiful fall weather. And like Allie said with Letchworth, it can be stunning in the fall because you have a lot of nature, a lot of camping, things like that. So Allegheny State Park and Chittenango Falls State Park are two of the bigger ones in that area. And those are both great options for hiking, camping, fall weather, getting those really classic fall trees and everything. Um, So definitely check that out if you're looking into that. There's also some really great skiing in the southern tier because of like that snow production. I know I used to always go to Holiday Valley in Ellicottville and Ellicottville is so cute it's the cutest little ski town like resort town and of course then yep there is the holiday valley ski resort there are also like tubing centers and things like that so in the winter it gets really really hopping and people love them some ellicottville there's some good breweries and things to do down there craft festivals so that's a really great place to check out in the southern tier Um, Additionally, there's Jamestown in the southern tier, and one of the coolest things you could probably do in Jamestown is the Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz Center, and of course Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz are from I Love Lucy, and so this place has like, I mean it's a very interactive place to go, but there's like some costumes, there's some outtakes of footage that they filmed over the course of the show and things like that, so if you are into I Love Lucy or into film and television or anything like that that's definitely something fun to check out too so that kind of is the are the main highlights of the southern tier um now we're gonna work our way towards central new york so maybe think syracuse you know you know for their basketball team that's probably the only reason why you know syracuse um but 
There is also Cooperstown, which has the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, and now we're going to dive a little bit deeper into Syracuse. So there is the New York State Fair. Regan, you were recently there. Any tips on any foods we should try or shows to catch? Ooh, the New York State Fair is a lot of fun. Um, mostly it's just eating and having a good time. There are free concerts a lot. Like every day there are free concerts and they get pretty big names. Like I think R. Kelly was there this year and things like that. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, don't miss the milk bar where you pay, well, basically it's 25 cents a cup and you get a little cup of milk. You can choose from regular or chocolate and the chocolate milk is so good. So don't miss that. There's also dollar baked potatoes and sweet potatoes. There's always a really long line, but it's always worth it. There's a place and I can't remember what it's called, but it's for euros, um, which are really good at the state fair. Anything, potatoes, uh, pizza frites at the villa. It's like fried dough, but it's like, I think it's like two feet long or something crazy. It's so good. Oh, goodness. I could go on and on. Don't for, don't miss the butter sculpture. That's always a hit. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so that's the New York State Fair. Um, it is in the summer, the late summer. So be sure to check that out if you're in the Syracuse area um, that time of year. There's also the Carrier Dome, which is where um, Syracuse plays football, basketball, um, all that fun stuff there. There is the Rosamond Gifford Zoo, which is ranked um, one of the top in the country. And then the famous Dinosaur Barbecue. We talked very highly of the silo, and we will also give some credit where credit is due at the Dinosaur Barbecue. Plan ahead because there's going to be a long wait, but the wait is worth it. Ribs on ribs on ribs with potatoes. <laughs> mm -hmm. And don't miss the mac and cheese and the Cajun corn and the shrimp <laughs> boil. Don't miss pretty much everything on the menu. <laughs> but yeah, Dinosaur Barbecue originated in Syracuse. There's also a location in Rochester, um, which personally I think is better, but Syracuse is the original location. Oh, also speaking of this area, sort of, but back to Rochester for a second. If you have not visited a Wegmans grocery store, Rochester is where it all began, and it will change your life and your opinion of all other grocery stores. If you thought you knew what a good grocery store was before, then you are wrong. You have not yet been to a Wegmans, and you must go. So then moving on from central New York, if you go a little bit to the east, you get to the Mohawk Valley, which is like Utica would be the kind of main city, I guess. There's a lot of more nature in this area. So you have the Catskill Mountains that kind of slope down um, south in the state a little bit towards the Hudson Valley. Um, but there's so much camping. And my sister and her family actually just did a trip recently down into the Catskills. And they said that if you love birding, like that was an amazing place to go. They went, I think, mid-summer. So maybe check it out then. But um, tons of hiking, tons of nature and natural things to do. Um, so definitely check that out. But then if you move north of central New York, you get into North Country, aptly named, which would be including the Adirondacks, Thousand Islands, Watertown is kind of looped in with the Thousand Islands region. And there's so much to do up, up there as well. Similar to the Catskills, of course, the Adirondacks, there's so much hiking, so much camping. 
all sorts of stuff. So definitely check that out if you are into nature and getting out in the rugged outdoors. There are 46 high peaks in the Adirondacks and there's actually like it's a pretty prestigious club type thing if you climb all 46. Allie and uh, Allie's dad and brother and actually Allie, have you and your mom gone on those trips as well to hike some of those? I've hiked one of them, but that is it. I am not big into spend eight hours hiking up a mountain <laughs> so I tend to uh, either shop or just not go on those trips <laughs> <laughs> well you've done more than I have one is more than I've done I would love to do the hiking but uh, but yeah there's 46 of them and then people log which ones they've done there's like a little placard at the top of at the summit of each mountain so you can like take a picture and keep track so that's a great place to go if you're looking for some great hiking in the Adirondacks also there's West Canada Creek which is like a little there's a little campground next to a creek and it's really well known for like being able to float down the creek and that's a really great way to spend a summer afternoon also in that area though there's um, Lake George which Allie would you like to talk about this I know you've spent some time on Lake George right Yes. So I've camped in Lake George. Um, my dad and brother and husband have gone white water rafting. And then there's a Lake George steamboat tour. Um, if you're not really into doing more active stuff, you can just sit there and listen to some of the history, um, which is really nice um, to experience because that way, you know, if you're traveling with your family or a larger group and there's a variety of interests or age ranges or um, hiking abilities, there's something for everyone um, in Lake George. And, and like Allie said earlier, too, with the Adirondacks and how she would just shop sometimes, like Lake George has a lot of really great shopping, too, if you're not interested in the natural stuff as well. In that region as well, if you go like kind of northeast, there's Lake Placid, which is a really popular destination for people in state and out of state to go and visit pretty much year round because, I mean, it, it can be gorgeous year round. Um, but you can visit the Olympic sites from one of the Olympics several years ago. I think people still um, practice on the courses and things like that up there. and that, So that's pretty cool. But they have the ice rink from Miracle on Ice. And then also things to do in Lake Placid, just like Lake George or Adirondacks, anywhere else. You can paddleboard, canoe, kayak, like a really peaceful afternoon on the water. That's a really great way to spend an afternoon. There are a lot of really cool Airbnbs up in the Lake Placid area, some really huge gorgeous cabins so if you're going with a group definitely check out airbnb and then if you move kind of if you're in the adirondacks lake placid is up to your northeast if you go to the northwest then you can kind of get into the thousand islands and my husband was responsible for really introducing me to the beauty of the thousand islands it is gorgeous up there on the St. Lawrence River. I'm not one really for like swimming in oceans and lakes and things like that but I, I just love swimming and tubing and boating in the Thousand Islands. So you can go up there if you have a boat of your own or there are boat rentals up there so you can just go and explore. Um, there's Bolt Castle also up there that you can go and tour, which is really cool. The, the story is phenomenal. This, this man started building this huge castle for his wife and then when she died construction stopped and then years later they decided to renovate and continue building it in her honor so that's really really gorgeous it's uh half renovated i guess at this point but it's very bridgerton if you've seen that that's kind of what you're walking into there 
So yeah, the Thousand Islands are fantastic. Cannot recommend them enough. Yeah. So if you're not really into nature and want to get back into the city a bit, um, we're going to head over to the capital region now of Albany. And there is plenty to do here, but we visited when we were in fourth grade. So it's been a bit um, since Reed and I have been there, but touring the state capitol building is really cool. Maybe only if you're from New York, we can really appreciate it. It might not be as exciting if you're from out of state, but if you're into history and seeing beautiful buildings, um, that's a great option. There's Nine Pin Cider Works and then the New York State Museum. Um, so that's a little bit about Albany. And then in that area, there's also Saratoga. I love Saratoga. My family used to have a cottage there on the lake, so we would spend our summers there. Um, and I have such fond memories of going shopping. And they have horse racing, which I was never old enough to bet on the horse racing, but I have fond memories of spending um, days out and the horse tracks. And then Saratoga also is a bit on the fancier side, so they do have some fine dining um, there as well. But then one of our final regions, because um, we're kind of getting downstate a little bit more, is the Hudson Valley. And that's kind of the area between the capital region and New York City. There's the Culinary Institute of America, which is world-renowned, and you get like farm-to-table meals from all sorts of up-and-coming chefs and things like that. Of course, it would be downstate there where New York is right there. Any chef could just get snatched up. And then you also have Orange County Choppers where you can tour and they that's where they make motorcycles for shows like American Chopper, but then also just kind of motorcycles in general if you're into that. There's the Motorcyclopedia Museum, which has over 500 motorcycles from the past. So I think that would even actually be kind of cool for me, just like seeing the evolution of something that I wouldn't otherwise think to care about. But I think it would be pretty cool. And finally, somewhere that I actually haven't been, but I've like been dreaming about it because it literally does. It looks dreamy, is the Mohonk Mountain House. And it's like built into the side of a gorge with a river running through it and it just looks like something out of Germany or like think the Christmas prince like the the castles and everything in those movies that's what this hotel looks like it's incredibly picturesque there are a lot of conferences that take place there or you can just go for like a weekend there are some packages of like spas and food and things like that. Um, but that's like a nice romantic getaway if you're looking for that. That's in New Paltz. And that's again in the Hudson Valley. So and I think that kind of like wraps up New York because then what's left is New York City and Long Island. And Long Island really is the beaches of New York City <laughs> in, a, in a way. Um, which, of course, if you want more information on New York City, check out our previous two episodes. We dive really deep into the city and everything that there is to do there. All right. I think we should wrap up this episode by giving a quick little elevator pitch or maybe like a little infomercial on why people should visit New York. Ooh. I can go first if you're not ready. Yeah, I go I for it. this at you, but like this is kind this. of fun. Outside of the I Love New York shirt, uh, every reason that you should come to New York is fine wine, nature, camping, history, and all things wine. If I haven't mentioned that already, wine, 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 <laughs> um, hiking, hiking, camping, history, 
and an I love New York shirt because you're going to love New York after spending a couple days, a week or two here. Can't go wrong with New York State. I guess my elevator pitch would be there's a reason that people who live in New York City get out of the city on the weekends. There's a reason for that. New York City is fantastic. There's so much to do and there's culture galore. But people also like space. And if you like space and you like to kind of reflect back on the natural existences that are around us, you got to get out of the city. And New York is perfect for that. You have everything that you could want. You have city, you have nature, you have wine. And it's just, you have history. There's so much history here. And the people aren't as rude as, say, like, you know, Boston. So. (laughs) And on that note, go Yankees. And thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Wanderlusting Wives podcast. Come escape with us again every other Tuesday. Give us a subscribe and a follow on all of our social media and wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until we chat next time, wander on.